to the van life. Welcome back to FNA Van Life, the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And today's podcast is going to be a bit different. We don't have a guest on today. Yeah, so today we are actually just going to be talking about our van build, how we got to the point where we are now, which is a really exciting moment because the van is actually starting to come together. Alex is really getting excited at this point, I feel like. She's like... She can see the walls up. She can see things where they are. She can see the layout now. Yeah, it's looking good. Yeah, if you've ever built a van before or you're thinking about building a van, there's a really long stretch in the van build where it kind of feels like you're not doing anything. Yeah. Because nothing looks like a van. Well, it's like all the behind the wall stuff. Right? So how could it even, how could you vision that van? You know what I mean? How could you see it? Yeah. So today we're going to take you from the beginning to where we are now. Um, And it's a a hell of a journey. It is a hell of a journey. I was going to say we'll do a quick update from the road, but that's basically what this entire episode is. Let's start with the very beginning. So we had a van. Her name was Lolo. And we traveled around in her for almost a full year exploring 71 different mountains for snowboarding. We did the entire West Coast of the United States. Yeah, I set a world record for the most mountain snowboarded in a single season, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, enough snow to last a lifetime, though. Paco is full freakout mode Every right now. time we get on the podcast, he wants to play. <laughs> ah. The only problem with Lola was she was breaking down all the time. Like, I literally had to think about fixing her 24-7, it felt like. Yeah, the engine, it was a 2003. It had over 200,000 miles when we bought it, and we put over 20,000 miles on it in a single year. And that was in a year where we didn't travel for 50 days as well. Yeah, so we were really traveling hard and fast through all different kinds of terrains, up and down mountains, snow, sleet, sun, hot Nevada desert roads. We really put Lolo to the test. and I mean, she made it everywhere. We have no issues with her getting us places, but we had worry in our mind. Well, Frank had worry in his mind because every time he would hear a noise, he would, you know, the engine would feel a little bit different. Something was not 100% correct. He would be under the hood trying to figure out what it was. I was like a kid in college trying to study a subject that he didn't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did really good. You did all of the repairs on the engine yourself pretty much. Um, But it just got to a point where Frank had replaced so much stuff in the engine and he, we actually went to a mechanic who told Frankie that it was all in his head. Yeah. The the mechanic was like, this van is working great. The engine is awesome. There is nothing wrong with it. It's all in your head. He's like, it literally reads in the manual that it's meant to go up in temperature and then come back down. Right. So I don't know. It just didn't feel right to me. Yeah. And we dropped a fair bit of money into the engine to like replace all these components. And so the van was really costing us more than we wanted to spend. And realistically, at this point, we knew that van life was the life we wanted to live for a while. So why not sell that van and jump into a new one? Right. Originally, our plan was to travel for one year and then get a house and settle down and be done with van life. Yeah. But we were loving being on the road so much. The YouTube channel was taking off. Everything was kind of like falling into line. Mm -hmm. And we had so much more exploring we wanted to do, but we just felt that Lolo wasn't the right van to do it. So Lolo's sold now, and now we got to find a van. At this point, we're traveling with Uncle Kevin across the United States from Oregon all the way to Southwest Florida. I mean, that's literally... 
from one side to the other. Yeah, and we had a blast on the road, and about halfway through the journey, we started looking for a new van. So this was a whole process. We've kind of detailed this in our YouTube channel, but finding a van right now is a hard process. There are not a lot of new models coming out because the brand new sprinters are having a problem with their emissions something or other, so they can't actually sell that unit right now. So there's no new units coming into the market. The, you know, semi-older units aren't up for resale yet. And then the really older units are just getting picked up like hotcakes. Oh, yeah. Because everybody's trying to convert a van. Everybody. And people are in the business of buying, building, and flipping them, too. So you'll find a lot of vans already pre-built, and that's not what we wanted. We wanted to do it ourselves. Right. So it took us a good, like, week. Well, I mean... I make it sound like it was really hard, and then I say that it only took us about a week, but it was a really stressful couple, you know, maybe like 10 days-ish. I called every single dealership. I was, you know, back and forth with all of them. Some of them had a van coming. Some of them had vans in stock, but then come to find out they don't actually have vans in stock, and they were lying to me about it. It was really a stressful process, but finally, a dealer in Dallas, Texas, found a van in Illinois, flew one of their drivers to Illinois to pick up and buy the van, drive it back to Dallas so that we could pick it up there at the shop. Now we have to figure out finance on this vehicle. We've never taken a loan out for to purchase a vehicle. We've never really taken a loan out for any kind of big purchase. I mean, I had like loans for having leases, but never for purchasing a vehicle. Right. And so I had no credit history when it came to purchasing or, or leasing loans. a vehicle and no real big loans. And so now we're walking into the car dealership and saying, we want to finance a $40,000 car. And the banks are like, hmm, that sounds risky. It sounds risky, and the crazy part is Alex and I both have good credit. We have great credit scores. (laughs) So, you know, that wasn't in question, but because we didn't have enough credit history of financing a big purchase like this, the banks weren't really all that interested in lending us this money. So now even for, like, the cheapest van out there, in other words, so, like, you have the ProMaster, you have the Ford Transit, and you have the Mercedes the the Sprinter van. So the Mercedes being the most expensive, at least fifty to fifty five thousand dollars is what you're going to be finding one of those for. And the Transit's not even that much. They're like forty five k. Yeah, and then so once because you have the dealer price, but then you have the out the door. Yeah. So you have to add in all the taxes and the fees and yeah. the dealer and the registration. So the ProMaster being the cheapest one was the one that we kind of had to go with for the simple fact that when we went to go get this loan. We could only get a loan for 30K. Yeah, so we had to come out of pocket $12,000 to make up the difference from the purchase price and the loan that they would give us. Yeah, and that was basically all the money that we got from flipping the van, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, so we sold Lolo for $25,000, which is amazing. And, you know, after what we've just told you about that she was an older model, Mm -hmm. but the build inside was beautiful. Yeah. And so the people were really paying for a turnkey tiny home on wheels. And as much as, like, I was worried about the engine stuff, that van it was so hard for me to sell like it like i told alex at one point in time that i never was going to sell that van it was going to be part of our property one day yeah and you know sure enough we had to make a big decision and that van is a workhorse too like it's taken the new owner all the way up to the yukon 
We had this money, this nest egg from selling Lolo, but then a huge half chunk of it went to purchasing the new van. Then our original deal in financing Lolo was that Frank would pay for the original vehicle um, and then we would split everything afterwards because, you know, we're new to our relationship. We'd only Mm. been together about a year at this point. So it was kind of like the deal that we worked out that if we ever broke up, you know, Frankie owns the van 100%. He would, you know, he would get to keep the van. And then my 50% of the build would basically be like my rent payment for however long we lived in it. Mm-hmm. And then I would just walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankfully, we're still together. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have any issues there. But it's always good to set up a plan. Yeah. And so basically, 25 minus 12 minus 6 didn't really leave a, a lot. lot of money left over. Yeah. So what is the math on that? 25 minus 12. Minus six. Everyone on the podcast probably like, oh, I already got it. It's seven thousand. Yeah, so seven thousand dollars left over to build out a new van, basically. Right, and also make our monthly payments on the van, yes. and also pay our insurance and pay, you know, all these other everyday life bills. So basically, we have seven grand to float us through our entire van build, which is why. Let's take a quick break to listen to our sponsor. It's us, FNA Van Life. If you're enjoying all the information that you're getting on this podcast, you're going to love our Van Life book. This book is going to take you from thinking and dreaming about Van Life to buying your rig, building it out, and everything that you need to know about being on the road living Van Life full time. If you want to pick it up, it's available as a Kindle download on Amazon, and we would so appreciate your support. Link in the description below. We moved in with your mom yeah, and started building the van there. And another reason why we had no tools to build the van. Yeah, tools are expensive, and Frankie's mom didn't really own any tools. So let's just jump into the, the spot where we're um, starting the van build now, right? So we moved into my mom's house, and the thing about my mom's house, what you guys need to know, is it's a condo. So, like, there's a big parking lot area, but it's HOA, you know, you're not supposed to do certain things You're not supposed to do any mechanical work on your vehicle at all in the parking lot. Correct. I was was being light about it. (laughs) You're not supposed to have your dog off leash either, so we had to have Paco on his leash 24-7. So Uh, now we're not supposed to be building. We have Paco on his leash. Which he's not used to being on a leash. He likes being off leash, and he's yeah, a great dog. Yeah, he just dog. hangs he's, out right by. He us. just hangs with us. So it's not. We're not like worried about him running we off. We have almost no tools. We have like a multi tool, and we bought a yeah, miter we, saw. We we, so we spent two hundred bucks on a miter saw because we needed some kind of way to cut bigger pieces of wood. Yeah, and at this point, we actually looked into renting them. Um, or purchasing them resale. But so the rental, if you wanted it more than seven days, it was more than $200. It was more than purchasing it ourselves. So we were like, well, I guess we might as well just buy this saw and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. And the kind of cool thing with Home Depot is uh, if you have a card with them, you could bring anything back within a year. Yeah. Even if you used it. We might still get that $200 back. <laughs> don't tell Home Depot. <laughs> Anyways, we were in this position where we don't have a lot of money to spend on tools. So it's not like we could just walk out, buy a table saw, buy a Dremel, buy a routing, routing tool. tool, you know, buy all the clamps and the wide, like the cutters for electrical and all this stuff. So we're trying to do the best that we can. And we actually did a fair bit over at your mom's house with Without. no tools, no garage, and a time limit on what we could actually build during. Yeah, so we we actually we framed out the van. We built a whole entire roof deck, 
We insulated the whole rig. We, we put ran. in the Max Air Fan and the Hiki hatch. Hiki. We put in two side windows and the big slider door window. And, and a big reason why we were able to put in Hiki and the Max Air Fan is because we had our buddies, Nautical Nomads, actually hook it up with a grinder. Yeah. And so we were able to cut that out because we had help from friends. Yeah. And that's like that's what's amazing about this community is you have the opportunity with these other people that are living this lifestyle that are very willing to help you out. Mm-hmm. And so the Nautical Nomads, we should actually get them on a podcast. We should, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. just realizing that now. But so we literally had only known them through Instagram. We'd be back and forth on Instagram for months and months and months. Yeah. Um, because we knew that we were going back to Florida and they were building in the same town as Frankie's mom. So we started chatting them up and was like, they were super generous and they were like, you can come and like, you know, where we're building, you're more than welcome to come and park. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but that wasn't necessarily a hundred percent ideal because it was, you know, 45 minutes plus to get over there. So we'd have to like pack up the van every morning, drive the 45 minutes to get over there, you know, do the work for the day. But then, oops, I forgot something back at home or, oh, we don't have this. We got to go to Home Depot. Or Basically, we would have an hour and 30 minute ride. Every day. Yeah, so, so you're like commuting to back. do your van build, you know, which so, isn't necessarily ideal. Yeah, but it would have been still better than the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So the crazy part, though, is now we have friends kind of helping us out, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we get reached out by Adaptive Humanity. Yeah, so this is another couple who found us through YouTube. They also have a YouTube channel. It's called Adaptive Humanity. We were back and forth with them for a bit, and then they reached out and was like, hey, guys, listen. We see that you are struggling. We're yeah. watching your vlogs every week, and it's clear that, you know, all you these constraints, <laughs> you need that. You need help. So they were like, we are not home right now, but we have a house that's an hour north of you. You can have full range of the house, have a guest bedroom, your own bathroom, and our garage is full of tools. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm sure that the YouTube channel and everything has a lot to do with, like, people reaching out and being so helpful to us because they know us through our videos. Yeah, well, you get a good sense of our personality yeah. and, you know, we are who we are on camera and off. Yeah, it's creating so. a lot of opportunity for us because of this purpose. So, like, I think that it's an amazing thing that we started the channel because it's helping us out now, you know? 100%. Mm-hmm. So... They used to run a house flipping business, which is why they have all of these tools. Mm-hmm. But they were, excuse me, off traveling in their giant um, Class A RV. So at first I was like, okay, like that's really nice. Thanks. Like we'll think about it. I don't know. Yeah. And then I picked up the phone to talk to Matt. I forget what it was about, uh, but we, we had a conversation for about a half hour or so. And I really felt like we had this connection. Like I really enjoyed having this conversation with this person. And I was like, I feel like I could definitely go and work at their house. Right. At this point, the condo was really getting tight. Mm-hmm. It was a, you know, it's a small condo, you know, his mom, his mom's boyfriend, us, Paco, in this was, small space. It was so loud in there. They love to have the TVs on really loud. And then, you know, we don't have literally any garage space to build. So we're building in the backyard on the ground. It was just, it was not ideal. Any and so and maybe, moment. you know, a week after we got the initial, you know, invite, yeah. both of us were like, we are so fed up. Like, let's just go over there for a week. We'll see how it is. Yeah. And then, you know, if it's great, we'll stay. If it's not, we'll go. Yeah. And like, we don't know how it's going to be. Uh, And we thought we were going to be here by ourselves at first, but so when we contacted them back, they were like, hey, believe it or not, we're actually headed back right now, and we'll be there 
when you guys get there, basically. Yeah, and so that actually worked out perfectly because they were here to greet us, mm-hmm. welcome us in, show us the rooms, show us around the house. We went out. We had a really nice lunch together. Yep. You know, we got to know each really other. Good friends, um, and they're just super good people. So it's been nice to be with them while we're building to like bounce ideas off of each other and to like yep. get input or like an extra hand. Also, it it gave us the opportunity to have no time schedule, so we didn't have to like be done at five o'clock and have to head inside because we're in a parking lot. Right. We now have the opportunity to work till ten o'clock at night if we want to. Yeah, you should do that more, Frank. Well, if you're out there with me, I will. <laughs> How about that? I like how she said you should do that more, Frank. You heard that? So anyways, now that we've been at Adaptive Humanity, gosh, it's been over a month now. I don't know the exact time. But since we've been here, we've been able to finish running all the electrical wires. We've put up the walls. We got the floor in. got the floor in. We got the ceiling in. We are now at the point where we're pulling all the wires together. We actually did all of our fuse boxes and things like that. We're finishing all the electrical components. Mm -hmm. And so now we're at a stage, you know, and thankfully to them because they happen to have all this extra wood laying around that they you know, bought a huge excess when they were um, putting the wood on their house. Mm -hmm. You know, they built this house. They flipped this house that we're in. It's really beautiful. But so they had so much extra wood that they were like, use whatever you want because it's just taking up space in our basement. Yeah, we just want to get rid of it at this point, they said. Yeah, and like... Because they did this whole project, they had all these, like, stains and things like that laying around. So then we've been able to use some of their stains. And not to mention that they have every tool that you could possibly imagine. Oh, yeah. Like, we're like, hmm, how do we do this? And Matt's like, oh, you take this tool and you put it like that. And yeah. you're like, holy smokes, that's he, so He's definitely easy. been teaching me how to use certain tools because I've never used a lot of them before. So it's an opportunity for me to learn. And, you know, the moment you if you if you're a worker... The moment you learn how to use a tool, you get it pretty quick. Like the concept, it once you do it once, you're like, all right, I know how to use this. And then right. boom, 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 you start working through everything and everything starts moving way faster. You get comfortable with where everything is, which is still something that I'm dealing with. But while we've been here, we've also made new friends as well. Yeah, so the New State Nomads moved in about a week after us, mm-hmm. and it's been really great to get to know them as well. They're also YouTubers, so it's been really interesting to have all these, like, YouTube analytics conversations. Yeah. And we've done podcasts with Adaptive Humanity as well as the New State, um, New State Nomads. Nomads, so you guys can check those out after this podcast but uh, to get to know them more. But we're going to get back into where we're at with the build. Yeah, so with the build right now, we're at the point where we are, this week, we're going to finish all the components for the garage. So we need to install the Ames inverter. We need to get our heater set up. Mm-hmm. We need to get our water tank framed in, the batteries framed in. Mm. So all this stuff in the back area that's going to be underneath our bench seat so that we can build the bench seat next. Because with van builds, it's always really important to start from the back so that you're using every possible inch of space perfectly. Yes. Because if you start building from that back edge, you're not going to end up at a point where, say you started at the front and then you make your kitchen and you make, you know, the living space. And then you're like, oh shit, my bed doesn't fit. 
Yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> you know? So you definitely want to start at the back, get the bed and all of the kind of like garage components sorted out first. And especially for us, since we're doing like a lift bed, so basically we're going to have two actuators that push this bed up and down. And for us, that is a very important part of this build because if it doesn't go right, we're kind of screwed. Well, yeah, then we'll just have a bench seat that is also that a bed, becomes a bed that yeah. we'll have to make every day. Which is like a pretty basic build, I feel like, at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and also the whole point was to like maximize our space. So yeah. if we have the bench seat that can also convert into a bed, then we have two beds mm-hmm. that, you know, somebody could sleep on the lower bunk and then we could sleep on the upper bunk. Or if we have kids one day, you know, we could we set that up beds. with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, so it just is more functionality. And then when the bed is all the way up, we could go into that underneath bench area and eat dinner or mm-hmm. work at the table and mm-hmm. have, like, an actual desk to work at. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what it actually comes out to be. But, like, just having this extra space to be able to work in has allowed us a lot of different things. It saved us a ton of time. It saved us money. We also have more helping hands with people. We are... Very, very, very fortunate to be in the space that we are. Right. And so right now it is the middle of March, which is crazy. It feels like time is just flying by. Yeah. So basically this, I would say we're, we've basically been working on the van for three months because although we technically started, you know, mid to late November, we, you know, spent those first two weeks when we got back to Florida from our cross country road trip, kind of ordering supplies you know, getting some things done in the van, but there wasn't really much that we could do because also we were leaving for Canada for a month. Mm -hmm. So maybe we worked for about like a week and a half, two weeks, gone for the entire month of December, and then back at it January, February. So I would say that basically we are at about the 90-day mark in our van build. Yeah. And in 50 days, we have to be at VanFest USA on the other side of the country. It's crunch time, baby. Yeah, so on May 8th, we've signed up to be an exhibitor, which means that we're going to be showing off our van so everybody can come and walk through the van, mm-hmm. see our beautiful 100% finished build, <laughs> which, <laughs> fingers crossed, will be complete. So we have basically 50 days to get everything done so then we can also drive from Florida to Utah because it's yes. about a, it's over 2,000 miles yeah, of it's drive. A, it's definitely a ways for sure. Yeah. So really, you know, we're at 90. We've got another 50. I would say it's at least a three-day drive, and that's like just straight-up driving. Like, we want to be able to enjoy it. Yeah, and especially after we've just been working for so long. Like, A, it's always really good to do a shakedown trip. And basically what that means is that you kind of do like a loop and then come back to your home base. And so what this shakedown trip allows you to see is, you know, are things breaking? You know, did something you build not work out exactly properly? Do you need to tighten something, change something, move something? You know, do you need to reorganize all of your storage? Is the plumbing working right? Yeah, that <laughs> did not work right on our first van. Yeah, build. that was a bit of my mistake. Yeah. I our, tested it the day we left. Yeah, like hours before we left, and it was like spraying everywhere. I got shot in the face with the water. Well, it that's was, the reason why I tested electrical now. You right. know what I mean? That way when we hook everything all up, we know it already works. Right, yeah. So anyways, we've learned our mistakes from last time. But it's funny because if you think about it, this van build's going to take about the same time as Lolo. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because... No, no, it's not. 
It's not, and also at the same time, this is a way more in-depth build than Lolo. Yeah, but, so we've already done three months, and now we've got two more months. So that's basically five months, and it took us six to build Lolo. And the whole first month of building Lolo was literally rust repair and engine swaps. Yeah, but like I said, once again, this is a lot more in-depth of a build than Lolo was. Like, we we didn't have a moving bed System. We haven't even gotten that part yet. We didn't have an Ames controller that uh, you know does, has shore power. We didn't have lithium ion batteries. You know, like our our setup was a lot more basic. If that yes. makes sense. But our first van build we built while we were both working full time. Uh-huh. Also, yeah. so we were working forty hours a week, commuting in and out of New York City. Well, and here's the thing: is we're still working full time. We yeah. just don't realize it the same way. <laughs> like, the YouTube videos are definitely a full-time task. Right. Like, we're working 40 to 80 hours a week, you know, between building the van and also the YouTube videos. Right. Like, how long does it take to actually do a full week vlog? A lot. Yeah, because you got to film it. You have to have the idea. And then on top of that, you got to edit it all together. And then you got to promote it and upload it and do all the back exactly. stuff. And then send you're out talking, the email. You're and... talking 40 hours a week right there. Yeah. All right, I'll give you some, I'll cut you some slack. So regardless, we're still kind of in the same boat. The only difference is, is we're always around the van. Right. You know what I mean? We don't have to commute to and from jobs. Right. And even just to commute, like right now where we're at, we don't have to set up our tools every morning. We Mm. don't like, yeah, we clean up a little bit at night, but most of the stuff is like still there at hand. We we didn't install windows in our last van. Like there's a lot of big differences that are very critical parts. I can't believe we didn't have windows in our last van. We didn't we had one side window that was already in it. That's and we had the two back ones that were already in it, but none of them opened. Right. You know? Aye, aye, aye. So we anyways. didn't have a roof deck. Like there's, there's so much different on this van. This van's gonna be freaking badass. Yeah, badass. And we are real. so excited to show you guys at like, VanFest. I feel like when we get to VanFest, I, I just feel like everybody's gonna be like, "Damn, this build is beautiful." Yeah. Like I really feel that way. And it's not because we're building it; it's because I really do feel that this this van is beautiful already. Oh, yeah. Well, so we actually through YouTube got another hookup just recently. Um, Overland Interiors yes. reached out to us. They are, his name is Andy, and he builds out custom cabinetry and beautiful woodwork for And they're located bands. in Canada, correct? They are located um, in Hamilton, Ontario, I think. Nice. And so basically, he reached out to us and he said, guys, I want to help you out. I'm going to make your upper cabinets. Yeah, he's like, your lower cabinets seem to be extremely custom, so I'm going to make the upper ones. Right, and so that is such a huge time saver. And so, like, to give you an idea who Andy is, he actually built a lot of the cabinetry for Van Life Van City Chrome's build. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really excited to be working with him, and he's literally just like, I want to help you guys out. I've been watching your channel for a really long time, and, you know... If I can send you these cabinets and help you out on the build, I'm going to do it. Yeah, and he didn't ask us for any type of promotion or anything like that. Like, no, none of the, It's like, not like a, like a brand it's deal not a brand deal or anything it's like none that. Of that. He just literally, out of the goodness of his heart, watches our channel and is like, I like you guys and I want to hook you up. And they're custom. Like, what size do you need? And make up yeah. maybe a template so that I can fit them into the wall. And what color do you want yeah. them to be? And all this stuff. And so, on his channel, they look, like on his Instagram, beautiful. they look beautiful. Yeah, I'm very yeah. excited. So... Thank you so much, Andy, from Overlanding Interiors. We appreciate you. Know, you. If any of you are looking for help building your van because you're not great with uh, cab- custom cabinetry or you just want somebody to help you finish it out like mm-hmm. we're needing, 
definitely check out Andy, Overlanding Interiors on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Super nice guy. Love to support small businesses. So yeah, I think we're all caught up now. Like we're we're at the point where we're putting in our shore power, getting all of our electrical components really hooked together, and then we're going to start building from the back and moving forward. Yeah. So we've got the super awesome bed lift to get in. We've got a whole custom shower toilet area. I'm actually going to be using 80-20 for the bed setup. So that's, I mean, it's an expensive product. Oh my God. The 80-20. Was literally a thousand dollars just for the frame of the bed, the frame as well as the, the actu- mounting brackets, the mounting actuators. And- I'm sorry, not the actuators, the linear uh, um, lift li- like bar- channels. Yeah, the, the their linear brackets. So those linear brackets will slide up on the channel, and uh, then we have these actuators for it. So our, literally, our bed system is like twelve hundred bucks. It's crazy. Yeah. But if you went to go get the Happy Jack system, it's, it's three thousand dollars. So we saved over fifteen hundred dollars just on doing it ourselves. Yeah, we'll see if that uh, proves <laughs> fruitful in the time that it takes. I think and, it will. Yeah, the I functionality of it. But yeah, so we have a lot to do and a deadline now with VanFest coming up. If you guys want to meet us in Utah at the VanFest, we've already told our followers that we're going to hang around the area for at least a couple days afterwards. Mm -hmm. We'll kind of boondock together. We'll have like an F&A meetup, you know? Yeah. So we do have a coupon code for VanFest USA. We'll put it in the links down below, but it is FNA-FRIENDS. So you just go to check out and you'll get 10% off your ticket. They're not very expensive anyways. So Mm. it's just a good way to come and support um, and just hang out with us because it would be super fun. Oh, yeah. We love meeting all you guys out on the road and especially at these events. uh, You know, I always find it so cool and a unique opportunity to meet everybody out there that is following the channel or the podcast. And yeah, it's just it's an amazing time. We actually get to experience each other and realize, you know, how unique each individual is. Yeah, and how we all kind of have a bit of the same goal. Like, it seems like everybody that we meet who's in van life, they want the freedom. They want to, you know, step outside the norm. They want to be living their lives on their own terms. I think they just want to feel F and A. (laughs) All right, guys. It is the middle of the day here in Florida, and we need to get back to the van boat. Time to build, baby. Time to build. Time to get back to work. Another trip to Home Depot. We're also running a contest about Home Depot. Yeah, yeah, about Home Depot. So if you guys want to check that out, where can they find it? I think it's fnavanlife.com slash build-gway. Gway. So we'll put that down below. It's a little bit of a mouthful. But anyway, so for every trip to the hardware store that we make, we're adding a zero to the end of it and giving away that much money. Yeah, and we're willing to go up to $1,000 to hook somebody up. You know, the fact that we're getting hooked up right now by, like, getting the wood for the walls and stuff like that is the exact reason why we want to give back. And, like, we literally feel like it's full circle. For sure. We just gave away a fridge on our YouTube channel, Iceco. Gave us a fridge for our own build, and then we asked if they would also give us a fridge to give away, which well, is awesome because it's a $600 fridge, and the person who won it definitely needed it yeah, and, and would what, not have been able to buy and it. And I feel like that was the same way with the solar panels we gave away and the little power boxes we gave away. Like, yeah. everybody who actually needed it got it. And yeah. I think that's the most amazing thing about the whole giveaway situation. Mm-hmm. So we're always looking for ways to give back, and, you know, whenever we work a brand deal, you know, we try to work in a way to get you guys something too, because obviously it's beneficial to us, but we want to make it beneficial to everybody. Yes. And, you know, for these brands, how much does it really cost them extra to give us 
two instead of one. Yeah, you know? and they want they want that exposure as well. So, you know, they want to help out people. Right, and well the more they give us, the more happily that we talk about them, too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like a win-win for everybody. And, like, also at the same time, we're not going to be giving away products that we don't deem as a good product. Like, we would tell the company first, like, do you really want us to tell the truth about this product? You know? Because it sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely have links for everything that we talked about down below. But for now, we hope that you guys, your builds are going good. If you're thinking about building a van, you know, you can do it. We are not experienced van builders. No, we are not experts. We are just regular people with some experience with van building because we did it once already. Right. But when we did it once, we did not have any experience. No, zero. Zero experience. I had zero carpentry skills at all, which they've gotten way better, I Mm -hmm. feel like. Uh, Not that they were horrible, but, you know. They're definitely better. They're definitely better, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) But yeah, we are super grateful to have you guys here with us, and we want to see you over on the YouTube channel as well. Throw in some comments, let us know that you came from the podcast, so we we know where our friendship originated from. Yeah, so we hope to see you guys at VanFest USA, and we hope to see you here next week. If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to uh, follow along and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the channel grow. Next week, we're hoping to have some very exciting guests. Oh, yeah. We have a couple of really good interviews lined up, so you're not going to want to miss it. Should we tell them? No. Okay, we'll wait. (laughs) We hope that you guys have an F&A day, and we will see you in the next podcast. Bye. If you guys are loving this FNA podcast and you want more, you're in luck. We've decided to release a special, exclusive podcast every single month that's going to take you way more behind the scenes on what van life is really like. All you have to do is just join our Patreon and we're going to hook you guys up. Patreon is a website where you can support creators that you love, hopefully like us, FNA Van Life. For a small monthly donation, you guys are going to get more podcasts from us and also direct access to our YouTube videos before they even come out. Go to fnavanlife.com slash Patreon to sign up today and get instant access to so much behind the scenes content.